For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Monday, June the 29th, 20 Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And lots to discuss from over the weekend. Good gracious, what a Monday it was. Chris with uh, some exciting Pats news. So you know he's a little pumped up on a on a fantastic Monday. It's a little warm outside, but that's okay. Let's go ahead and get this thing rolling. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Make sure that you go check it out over there. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, and whatnot. Everywhere that you can catch the show live is over there as well. Uh, If you're watching the show live, you already know, but it's Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Make sure you are subscribed to whichever one of those you prefer. And if you would so kindly, hit that share button, hit that retweet button, whatever it is. Share that thing out with your friends. Tell everybody you know about it. Uh, The show, you can always find it on your podcast dial. Whichever podcast app you use, dive in there, hit that subscribe button, make sure you leave a nice five-star written review we would definitely appreciate that. That uh, that supports the show more than you know. So we uh, we would appreciate it if you would head over and knock that out. Chris, let's go ahead and tackle the first pressing news of the day uh, before we discuss any personal things that may have happened over the weekend. Imani Bates is headed to Michigan State in 2022. It's a little strange, one, for him to announce a commitment this early, but this is supposed to be the greatest high school, you know, prep basketball player since LeBron James, the the best, uh, what's the word, prospect yeah. since LeBron James. I find it a little strange because the odds are by the time we get to 2022, players will be able to go straight to the league again. And even if they're not, they are going to be able to sign, just like some of the kids did this year, Jalen Green, etc. They can sign with the G League, play a 25-game schedule, whatever it is, and develop for the league by league people, right? League coaches. Does this surprise you at all that, that he came out and made a commitment really two years early? No, because that's the rules now. And if he goes to college, and look, I don't, I don't think there's anyone playing – can, like convincing themselves that if he can go straight to the league, that he's going to do that. And that his commitment to Michigan State is irrelevant then. doesn't matter. Yeah. He's made a commitment to a college because that's the school he's choosing to go to if he has to go to school for a year. Yeah, I, I found it strange. Like, it, maybe it's just the timing of it. You know, at two years early, you know. I, he knows where he wants to go. Yeah, Jalen Green did say before he picked the G League that if he were going to go to college, 
that he would go to the University of Memphis. The commitment doesn't really mean anything now, but it you know I guess it's nice to have that you know if if he does play college basketball, everybody knows he's going to play for Tom Izzo, and that yeah. says something about the school, and it can possibly help them recruit other athletes going forward. Hey, if this kid wants to go, that's what's going on, right? So, but right now he's working under the rules that he has. He knows what the G League is. He knows what they pay. Yeah, he would rather, he would rather go to Michigan State than the G League. I understand that. I'm okay with that. Can't say that I blame him. So if, if yeah. you want to go and get but, the college experience for a year. That's right. Absolutely. You get the college experience, and you get coached by an unbelievable coach. Okay? Uh, Hall of Famer, it, maybe. That's right. A spectacular, yeah. a way better basketball coach than you're getting in the G League. All right? I this assure you of that. This is true. So, I, I, you know, I understand that. There is zero doubt in my mind that this is not him going back on his word if he chooses to go to pros immediately if that option becomes available. Yeah. Okay. He is committing to a college out of all of the colleges. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I I was I wasn't so much uh I wasn't so much surprised that he committed to Michigan State. I was more so surprised that he's committing two years early. Like he it, just knows where he wants to go. He knows what he wants to do. He seems very decisive. That's a grown up thing. Yes, it that's is. A, that's a mature trait in somebody to to be able to ask them, what would you like? And have them give you a direct answer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you and I have wives. There's no doubt. And this is not just a, a female thing. This is an every person thing. Ask somebody where they would go to dinner. That is a 45-minute conversation. Yeah. And typically. at the end of that 45 minutes, there's a really good chance you don't have an answer. That is entirely true. And so now just, this kid knows. Two don't years know old. how to make decisions. This If this kid knows how to be decisive in life, that's a very good trait to have. Yes, it is. And it's very fitting for the type of players that Michigan State I was just about has. to say, that seems exactly like the kind of player that goes to Michigan State. You got that right. Yeah, basketball-wise, looking 100%. at all of your options, Michigan State's probably not going to be where you land. Yeah. If you want the tour and you want to be kissed and you want to be, to be you know, paraded out in front of everyone, Michigan State's probably not where you're going to choose. You're going to choose one of the other big blue blood areas, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if those are your ambitions and goals, they're different than what Izzo teaches at Michigan State. If you want to go be developed, yep. Michigan State is the place for you basketball-wise. That that definitely makes sense. Um, what what did you do over the weekend? What did I do over the weekend? Yeah, I'm just curious. We didn't I talk cut, much this weekend. <laughs> I, I, I cut grass and I worked. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I came over and got uh, got our backdrop to work on a little bit, um, but yeah, I, we we had like a movie night on Saturday night. We Lincoln is now in his toddler bed, right? He is a, about two months removed from his second birthday. He was climbing out of his crib, all that kind of mess, and we have not gotten very much sleep over the past two nights. Uh, do you remember when uh, when your girls got their toddler beds? No, not at all. I was I was not a very good father from the time they were born until the time they were about five years old. Uh, Joseph jumps in, by the way, and, and comments. not an excellent father now, but yes, you're all the time. <laughs> yes, I uh, he slept for five hours on Saturday night, and last night was a little bit better. But it is the constant going back and forth, trying to put him back in the bed. It's like this newfound freedom of hey, I can get up whenever I want, and I don't have to crawl out of the bed. 
So, uh, Joseph jumps in on YouTube, said, don't give her too many options. Uh, chicken, steak, uh, go from there, or else you're going to end up somewhere you don't want to be. That's so, probably so true. we play a game in our house where I pick three places, and they get to pick from those three places, and they don't get a veto. They don't get to add a fourth. They don't get to do that. These are the three places we're going. Pick which one, and in less than 10 minutes, we're in the car, and I'm just driving to a place. And if I don't have instructions, I pick one of those places, and if they don't like it, that's where I'm driving the car. That's where I'm getting out, and I'm going to go walk in and eat, and they can do whatever the hell they want. Well, there you go. I think that's but actually I, a really good rule. I am an asshole. <laughs> I understand that. I know that. I'm a very difficult person to live with, and I do things very decisively. You that asked makes- me about my kids and their baby beds. I don't know any of that. I don't Listen, I worked and worked and worked, and I paid for things, and I made sure that they were safe, and people were around who would well take care of them far better than I could take care of them. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, we're, uh, we're dealing with the, with the mess. Uh, our buddy Scuzz from the Westlot Pirates said, what, it was two years ago that they switched over yeah. to toddler beds and he hadn't had a decent night's sleep since? Like, no. Yeah, an uninterrupted night of sleep since. So I'm not looking forward to that. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, he did okay last night. He's, he's in for his nap right now. And I've got the monitor right here. We are keeping an eye on things. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. His nap so far, he was exhausted. So we're, I think we're good. Let's, uh, let's move into more sports talk here. Cam Newton to the Patriots. I know that you were pumped about this. Fill me in on, on exactly what the deal is and, and why this makes sense for both parties. So, so pumped about it is just all the upside, okay? There is a world in which Cam's injuries are to a point where he – he won't. The Liz Frank injury in the foot is a career ender for some people. It used to be modern medicine's just so good now. I don't know what used to be a career ender, and now guys can come back the next year and play. I don't know. I know this: the man's had like three or four different shoulder surgeries. He broke the ribs in the car in, uh, accident a couple of years back, um, and everyone assumes, oh, he takes so many hits. That's why he can't. Got into it with John Lacombe from West Lot. All the, and that, he's my favorite person in the world to argue with, but it drives me insane sometimes because he throws stuff out there because it sounds good. None of his injuries are because he gets hit a lot. I know that's hard to yeah. believe football's a violent sport, but he didn't tear his shoulder up getting hit. He didn't tear his foot up getting hit. He didn't tear his ribs up getting hit. Okay, These are just things that have happened to him over time, and his body is built to be able to absorb contact if the foot injury is healthy. We think the shoulder injury should be way past healthy because it's been so long since he's hurt it. Um, this is all upside, no downside. There is a world in which Cam doesn't make it through training camp and walk, gets walking papers pretty quick, okay? Cam has never been anywhere where he's going to be coached as hard as he's going to be coached at the Patriots. We don't know how he's going to respond to that. I assume that he knows that going into it, but it's kind of one of those things where you know that might be coming up, but you don't really know what it's like. And so you say, oh, yeah, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go on this diet. And then you're about four days into the diet and think, mm, I think I'm going to spend this 20 bucks on pizza and screw this diet. Um, I don't know how he's going to respond to the adversity he's going to get from the coaching staff. Now, if he is healthy and he responds well to the coaching I, I am crazy excited to see Josh McDaniels and his Frankenstein brain 
with a quarterback like Cam. Remember, Josh is the guy that moved up in a draft, or not moved, maybe not moved up, but took number one with his first pick, uh, Tim Tebow, while with the Broncos. He doesn't care about accuracy. He feels like he can design an offense to where if you can just hit a spot, receivers are good enough now, they can get the ball. Okay. Right, that's it. Hey, he won a playoff game with Tim Tebow. He won a playoff game, yeah, against your Steelers. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, listen, I this is all upside, no downside. The money aspect of it. So Richard Sherman was all upset and in arms and tweeted out, "I can't believe we've got a you know a former MVP and and whatever playing for the league minimum. Like this is a terrible like blacklist on the on the league. I, I don't know that the Patriots wouldn't have been able to sign him if it wasn't for the for the league minimum." Because they have zero cap space this year. They are maxed out on cap space right now. Okay. They got none. And the way they were able to make this deal work is they made it all incentive based, which I didn't know this until recently, that every incentive, every bonus that you get goes towards the following year's cap because there's no way to mathematically assume what they will get paid this year. Next year, they have a lot of cap space opening up. And so, give him a, 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 a very, very team-friendly, basically the league minimum, with pretty easy incentives. He doesn't have to win the Super Bowl, and he's going to make $7.5 million. Yeah. that's it. So, this is for Joseph Gomez, who jumped in and said, the Chargers, Dolphins, or the Browns couldn't come up with $7 million. Uh, one, all of them are set, right? They've all, they, uh, they think that they know what they're, the problem like. is, is I disagree with that. I think those teams should absolutely have made a decision. Like it's a one-year prove-it deal. You know, two is not ready this year. So, yeah. and you're done rebuilding. You're not worried about draft picks for next year. You're not going to tank this year. You're going to compete and try to win. So the Dolphins would be the perfect place to bring him in. If he's healthy, then you have an unbelievable one-year prove-it deal. You let him go somewhere else. Two is ready take over the machine next year and you just move on down the road. Sounds perfect. Those, the, 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 the chargers are the exact same situation. If they're in love with Herbert, the idea of starting rookie quarterbacks immediately is done mainly because veteran quarterbacks cost so much. Yeah. I, I think we're about to see the old school rookie way of the, the quarterback um, riding the pine for a year or two go come be the way we do football again because you can get veteran quarterbacks so cheaply now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, by the way, the Chargers, Tyrod Taylor is mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be their starter. Yep. And his contract for this year, his dead cap space, $2.5 million. His cap hit, $7.5 million. So, But they've the got same. cap room. they got cap room. Yeah, they, they got cap room. But they, that's, they that's could, what I'm they saying. They could sign Cam and still be less than $20 million bucks towards the cap for a quarterback. Yeah. So that that's not a problem. Um, every, everyone in the league had cap room to sign Cam. There are two things that I think Cam wanted. Most importantly, I think he wanted a place to compete for a starting job. The, the, the idea of him, I thought the best place for him to go was the Steelers. Me and you have had this conversation before. Yes. Um, but a lot of that is because I, I do think that if they made it an open competition, I think Ben's on the way down. His, you talk about a guy that's taking too many hits. I think if they really wanted to make it an open competition, I think he would win that starting job. And 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 anyway, he wasn't going to do that because that was going to be just a clearly backup role. And yeah. um, and and I think he wanted to go to a place that could do that. And the other thing is he didn't want to go to a complete rebuild. 
Okay, yeah, Dolphins, so teams, Chargers, whatever. But I don't, I don't think the Dolphins are a complete rebuild. No, I, I don't think they're, they're a complete rebuild, but they're, they're still in the middle of it, right? They're, they're an no, insanely young team. In the team. middle of a rebuild is fine. You don't want to go to a team that is starting a rebuild. Jacksonville is beginning a rebuild right now. They have no draft picks. They have no assets. They have no cap room. Yeah. They're a team that you don't want to play for. That's, but that's not a lot of the teams. Almost every other team I would have taken a chance on him. Because he costs you nothing. And worst case scenario, you bring him into Buffalo, okay? And you let him compete with Josh Allen. And if Josh Allen beats him out, you've got a backup quarterback that you're paying $7.5 million to. Yeah. And if he beats Josh out, why are you upset about this? The better player is starting. I've never understood guys saying, we shouldn't bring somebody in. We've got our quarterback. We're set. If the other guy is better, then why are you set? Yeah. I just never – the concept of being set doesn't make any sense to me in the world of sports. It just doesn't. It's all about competition. The best person should play. I, I don't understand this. We're, we're, the, we're the Browns, and we're set with Baker. No, no, no. We can be set with Baker. That's fine. If Cam comes in and Cam beats him out, then, then, then you're then even more set. Like, and guess what? Now we're set at quarterback. And and it's a one-year prove-it deal. Cam plays great. He goes off next year and makes $30 million. Congratulations to him. Baker gets the starting rollback. And if we're worried about psyches, if if NFL quarterbacks are that fragile mentally, this is, this is shit that should happen to golfers. It's not supposed to be things that happen to people who play collision sports, contact sports. You're supposed to be tough physically and mentally. And if you can't handle getting beat out for a job and then re-earning that job later, then you can't lead because part of leading is being able to take an ass whooping and learn from it and get back up and be better. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Neil Pennington jumped in on Facebook, wanted to make the joke. Cam made more money. He said uh, Cam made more money when he played at Auburn. He did make more money when he played at Auburn. The league minimum, there is no question on earth that he made more money than we played at Auburn. Yeah, I think so. Damian Estrada. One year at Auburn paid more than one year in Boston. Damian said, Patriots, uh, he's not a starter. He's a backup. Now, here's the deal. It's an open competition there. That Bill like, Belichick will bring nobody in and promise them anything Yeah, other than an opportunity to work. I think they like Stidham. I think Cam, if Cam is healthy, I think Cam is better than Stidham. And that's if he's healthy. So If, if he's healthy, I think Cam is better than Stidham. That kind of leads us into uh, the other topic, which we're not going to spend a ton of time on because there's not a lot to it. Uh, Damien said, I don't know what's more stupid, the Patriots signing a diva or the Patriots getting a slap on the wrist for uh, videoing the Bengals. The NFL is rigged. A slap on the wrist for what? For something they did not videotape anybody, okay? So, hold on. Let me let me read the, the thing. National Football League has fined the New England Patriots $1.1 million and stripped a third-round selection in the 2021 NFL draft as penalties for the team improperly filming the Cincinnati Bengals sideline during a game last December. By the team, um, meaning an individual in a Patriots shirt? Yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. he wasn't an employee of the Patriots, right? Correct. Yeah. Just making sure. It says, uh, it's, just some it, dude that this was is what it says. Uh, the Patriots television crew will also not be allowed to shoot any games this upcoming season, uh, and club officials will also be required to undergo training on the NFL's operational and game policies. David Mondillo, a member of that television crew, is banned from NFL facilities until further notice. 
He has already been fired by the Patriots after the league began its inquiry into the matter. The filming happened on December 8th when the Bengals were in Cleveland to play the, uh, to play the Browns. At the time, the Patriots insisted the filming had nothing to do with football operations or scouting and instead were generating content for their web series, Do Your Jobs. So, so, so let me ask you a question. Honest question. We live in a world in which people call out their former employers at the drop of a hat, correct? For the most this part, guy yes. was fired for this and the Patriots asked him to do it. Do you not think they would immediately publicly be like, I was wrongfully fired, have a lawsuit pending, and have these guys tied up in court or trying to pay them off to go away if they were instructed to, say, do this thing? I, I agree with you. Like, but, I, but I, I, think I get that everyone I think they likes didn't do to make anything. all the Patriot cheating jokes, but if you look at all of their scandals, every one of their scandals are so much bullshit, it's not fathomable to go through and explain all of it. But because they have so many that we just assume all these things happen and we forget we live in the world of 2020, this happened in 2019, and this guy did this thing, this guy got fired. If you think that guy was not told to do said thing, then they would not have fired him. They would have employed him somewhere else but kept him on the payrolls to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, pretty much. He acted completely on his own. Nobody is worried about the Bengals-Browns game. I assure you of that. Damian jumped in and said, Goodell is rigging the game for the Patriots. I think it's kind of the other way around. If Goodell was rigging this, he would have just made it go away. I mean, good grace. Goodell hates the Patriots more than anyone else, but he's trying to help them. Don't worry. It's kind of... It's kind of nuts. Like the the back and forth, um, the back and forth about the Patriots and referees and etc. Joseph jumps in and said, "Why was he shooting during the walkthroughs?" I don't know why. No one knows why. But we know this: as soon as he was fired, if he was told to do those things, he would have immediately said, "Those sons of bitches told me to do it." And if yeah. he had any documentation whatsoever of it, he would have exposed him and called him out on it. Yeah. Oh, and especially then he would after he got fired. A wrongful termination lawsuit, and he would have gotten paid. But he didn't. And here we go. But are. he didn't do any of those things. You know why? Because nobody told him to do it. Yeah. Now you're right. You are right. All right. So, with that said, let's get off the NFL for just a minute. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's talk about our great state of Mississippi here. And I can proudly say that right now. I don't know that I could have said that before. But I'm a, I'm a little proud right now. The state legislature in the state of Mississippi voted to change the state flag, and neither you nor myself thought that it was going to happen because we, we've we been here for too long and we've seen this crap happen for too long. And I know the people involved in, in, the, in the politics of it. I, yeah. I know the people who run our state, and I don't, I don't trust them to ever make a good decision because history says they've never made a good decision. It's it's really strange to see. However, I am glad. You know, we I'm talked last glad. week. I was, I was I, listen. I 
I love being wrong. When it comes to stuff like this, I would I would love to be more wrong more often. Yes, 100%. Because I just don't believe in people half the time. It, it's strange. They needed two-thirds of the vote in the House, and then they needed, uh, what, the same in, uh, in the Senate. Yeah. And they got both of them. So right now, they are going to vote on a new flag, but the vote will not be between the old flag and a new flag. The It'll vote be will be... Two options, right? Well, it, it will be one option to start with. It is, do you like this flag or not? Okay, I thought they were going to come up with two and let everybody pick between the two. They're they're coming up with one, and it is. they have said this. That one of their biggest things was it's going to have In God We Trust on it. That's, I understand that's the that, only is thing. A, that is a deal break. That is a compromise, and that's a compromise I'm willing to make. Yes. Not a religious guy, that is a compromise I'm willing to make. That's, that's another thing that I don't feel like hurts anybody really. It doesn't hurt anybody so. at all. It yeah. doesn't hurt anybody at all. If you are an atheist or a non-believer, I think you can see that and not, not matter at all. It's yes. on your $20 bill in your wallet, and we're all just fine. Yes. Uh, I'll take all the $20 bills and $100 bills within God we trust on them if you're offended by it. I will gladly take them all yep. off your hand. We'll, we'll collect all of them. Damien, my way. I am a cash man. Jumping back to the Patriots conversation real quick, Damien said, funny how Robert Kraft isn't serving his sentence for being at an illegal massage parlor just saying, there is no sentence. For, I mean, that's. What would you like? Him, what? What's? I'm. I'm very curious about this. Honest question. Somebody who paid a masseuse for a happy ending. What do you think the appropriate sentence is for that? I. I would love to know the answer. Uh, Joseph jumped in and said, "I'm sure the Patriots would document them asking him to cheat. Uh, for them, if they did it, best case, it would have been he said, she said. But in a world in which he said, she said." goes a long way. I mean, Tom Brady served four games because of he said, she said. We have no proof whatsoever of anything. It was just, we believe this. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, so back, coming back in, the flag change. This is a big deal, right? Kylan Hill. So I'm not big on symbolic gestures, okay? Like, pulling... Um, gone with the wind off of your platform doesn't help black people. All right. Like yeah. it didn't, it doesn't feel, I don't like symbolic change rarely. Okay. Because it doesn't actually do anything. This is something I absolutely believe does something for our state, for the, for the men and women and the kids that grew up in this state that have to see it, see the winds of change are happening in Mississippi. Finally. And they are they are pulling the flag right now. Like it, yeah. it's they gone. got pulled. It got pulled Sunday. It got pulled from the state capitol. Got pulled from all the other capitol buildings, etc. Yeah. They are no longer flying that flag. Yeah. And the role that sports played in this is a pretty yes. big deal. I mean, we, it, we cover this simply because a it's our state and b sports made this happen. Yes. Kylan Hill coming out I, on and Twitter. I fully believe Kylan yeah. Hill made this happen. I don't think this was an NCAA or an SEC thing. I think I think one man found his voice. Yeah, no, it wasn't just him. Obviously, I think no. it, I think it started the movement. Right, he it started. started he yeah. started. Hey, listen, a lot of people have done a lot of good, but somebody starts things. He started this one. Yes, he did. He most certainly did, and it is. A massive, massive deal. He started this, the NCAA and the SEC coming out saying they won't be hosting events here. Look, Mississippi is not one of the wealthiest states in, you know, in the union. It's just not. We're the poorest state in the union, by the way. Exactly. So We, we, are, we are DFL in, in that. 
and and the state cannot afford to have businesses refuse to come in and work here, have you know events coming to the state. They need these things. So right. it was a smart decision both business-wise and just from a human decency Mor- just perspective. Just a human moral thing. It's yes. just it's just right. There's no wrong time to do the right thing. We did the right thing. It happened. I can't believe it. I'm very glad. Um, and I, I want college football right now so bad because I want to watch Colin Hill play. I, I agree with I you. I have talked to my friend, and I want fans in the stands because I want to go. I want to I, see I, the reaction to him. I have talked to two and three different friends who are season ticket holders at State, and I've told them, you pick a game. I'll, anything you need to pay for, food, gas, anything to get us there and back, and my ticket, I'll pay for it. I'll gladly treat everybody. I want I want to go to a game in Starville this year. I want to watch this young man play. Yes. Uh, Matt Fletcher jumped in, Fletchy, said uh, Kylan didn't start it. He finished it. It started with the state schools pulling the flag back in 20, uh, 2015. Well, okay, that's true, but yeah. it just died since then. I mean, nobody's really... It, it 100% did. I mean, it, since then. I mean... And this, this was the... This was the tipping point, right? This was what finally pushed it over the edge, and he started the most recent movement, which in turn ended with Saturday legislation to change the state flag, which we never thought would happen, especially with the governor coming out just a week and a half ago saying, we already voted on this 20 years ago. We're not changing it. So the fact that we went that quickly uh, is is both promising and... uh, and I'm, I'm just happy. I'm happy to see it. So, we'll move on the from win. that. I'll take the wins. Getting yeah. wins in this stuff is too hard. I'm not going to complain. Let's see. Damian jumped back in. He said, uh, this shows that the NFL is rigged. Tom Brady gets four-game suspension for Deflategate, but Kaepernick is suspended for a lifetime for just taking a knee. I, don't, I, can't, I can't have a conversation with somebody who's not reasonable. I don't think that this is – I don't think it's the same thing. I just I, well, you, you don't think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing, Gary. Yeah, it's I mean, it's not at all. Like it's, I don't know. Off of that, let's move into Under Armour making some news over the weekend, doing something that I have never seen before. Under Armour had a uh, what was the numbers? Uh, Fifteen-year, two hundred and eighty million dollar contract with UCLA. It was the richest contract between a school and an apparel company in the history of college sports. Just massive numbers. And they had it since 2015. And apparently, somewhere in that contract, if Under Armour felt like they were not getting the market value, if they were not getting the exposure that they felt like was worth that contract, there is a clause that allows them to pull out of the deal. So Under Armour exercised that rule in the contract and pulled out of the $280 million contract. I have never seen an apparel company come out and say that they were not getting their money's worth. And this goes to show exactly how far UCLA has fallen, both in football and basketball. At this point, what do you do? I mean, it's, it's really strange to see. I'm sure that there are UCLA or you, what do you do if if you're, if you're UCLA under Armour's saving money and they're going to go find somebody else to, to wear their stuff, right? They've got Notre Dame. They got Auburn. They got, you know, obviously Maryland is the, the bell cow for them because the owner went to Maryland. It's the same thing with Phil Knight in Oregon, right? But if you're UCLA, 
you got a football season coming up. What happens? I'm I'm so confused by that because I mean, nobody I think has they'll find that. another deal between now and then. They're just not going to get anywhere close to the money because everyone has seen if Under Armour pulled out is because they weren't getting their money's worth. Let's do some math and see what do we think the money really is worth. That's I mean this is a massive. They're going to get a bad deal. They're yeah. going to get a deal that's bad before before for this they got a great deal and I think Under Armour probably overpaid. Oh, 100%. simply for the fact simply for the fact that they want it to be in L.A. This is one of those things where I've just never under I've just never understood overpaying to be in L.A. Teams don't like college sports because of the city they live in. They like them because of the school they are. Well, and, and where they went to school, right? It's, it's typically yes, undergrads like, and whatever. Los Angeles, your school being in Los Angeles doesn't give you anything exceptional. It and just it, you might get yeah. a little bump from that, but it ain't a great bump. It's I'm, not. I'm willing to the bet volume that you think people out there think it's worth. I'm willing to bet that Auburn and Notre Dame are the two best contracts that they have, and they were 100%. nothing close. Hundred percent. Yeah, they were nothing close to the UCLA deal. It it just it, the contract never made sense from the beginning. Now it would make sense if UCLA was a powerhouse in something, in right? something, anything. And instead, they're not that good at anything. So UCLA has had a rough go of it here lately with the football players saying that they don't trust the the program and basketball. You know, just having to replace another coach. I, it's it's really. Amazing to me. One, I've never seen this before ever. And two, uh, UCLA is in deep, deep water because they were already having financial trouble. If they end up having to fire Chip Kelly after this year, which more than likely not going to, regardless of the outcome, I'm but say, it was looking that way. Not going to just because I th- I think it's just not wise to oh, do it's, so. It's definitely not wise. But and I don't know that a new coach is going to come in and fix this. They don't have coaching problems. They keep trying new coaches over and over and over again. They got a problem with young people not wanting to come to their school. Yes. It, That's, it's that, really th- strange. There's no co- unless you go out and get Cal Perry, he's the only man I know that it doesn't matter where he coaches, these kids love him and want to come play for him. Other than that, they are going to these schools. Now, some of these coaches have a lot of clout, and they've been there for a long time, and they're great, but – those are establishments, okay? Yeah. And those establishments have been great for a long time. UCLA used to be that, and when they fell off, man, it's 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 like trying to put a train back on the tracks, man. This is not easy, I, and you it, can't just hire the next hot young coach and think it's going to come tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I so agree. I, I would let Chip run this contract out. I'm not paying two coaches at all. I'm not, I'm not writing a second check to no. anybody right now. No, because not, not, not the coaching that's going to fix it. No, no, it it is the programs themselves. Uh, Damien jumped in. It's a gorgeous school. Yes, and it's oh, an incredible it's school. I can't figure out for the life of me why they suck. It's, they suck at everything. Yeah, they really do. I mean, it's <laughs> at at least all of the revenue sports, right? The revenue sports are oh, what they're yeah, bad I mean, at. I, Those okay, are the ones if they have a great gymnastics group, I don't know anything. About, I'm sorry. Yeah, and they, they an asshole. I don't know anything about it. They are a great gymnastics group, but it's not a revenue them sport. Cross, my bad. It's not a revenue sport. That's the problem. It, it it doesn't bring in the money. Damien said UCLA football is Duke football, and I think that's kind of close to right. Except that I think Duke has been more successful as of late. Well, Duke has been more successful in the short term. I don't know that long term. And no, not long term. 
No, not long term. UCLA used to be somewhere. My issue though is Duke is a smart kid private school. UCLA football is a state school. Yes. Like like state schools should be better than private schools. They absolutely should. Unless you're USC private school because it's like a fake private school. It's just a private school for cool people, <laughs> but really they have the dumbed down grades so everybody can get in like all the state schools do. Yeah. Um like they're not Vanderbilt and Duke kicking people out because they can't make the grades. They're not Notre Dame and Stanford saying, sorry, you, you can't have a 12 on your ACT and still get in. Like UCLA and USC should be pulling the same quality kid school. Kids. Yes. Yes, they I, should. I don't I can't I can't explain for the life of me why they're so bad. Let's uh let's jump off of that and we'll close out today's show talking some NBA. And I was a little excited over the weekend. I'll uh, I'll admit that. The NBA comeback schedule was released. Our Memphis Grizzlies got exactly one of their eight games that will be shown on national TV in primetime. Wasn't thrilled about that. But, no. um, but Zion Williamson, he got five games. The Portland Trailblazers got five games on national television. Um, it's... It kind of, I mean, it just sucks, right? Like, nobody wants, apparently nobody wants to watch the Grizzlies with their incredible young trifecta that they've got. But When they will once playoff starts, they'll realize we missed out on this young team. Yes. I think you're a lot of fun. They're too young. They're not going to make a run, but they're exciting to watch. They're not going to be boring. Oh, you you have 100% got that right. So, the schedule that remains, uh, the first matchups that we will get to see are the Jazz against the Pelicans, and that'll be on TNT on July 30th, and then you'll have the Clippers and the Lakers on TNT the same night. So you will have back-to-back games at 5.30 p.m. Central and 8 p.m. Central, and from there, you're going to have basketball all day, every day, going forward, and it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, right? So you're going to have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's just going to go on and on and on. And I'm pumped about it. Like, I, I cannot wait for I'm this. I'm excited to have basketball back. I'm ready. Yeah, it, this is going to be a lot of fun. The Everybody, of course, playing only teams that are down in Orlando. Of course, that makes sense. But this is, uh, this is a lot of fun. I, I think that I, I like this setup a lot. I mean, I think it's going to be insanely entertaining to watch. Yeah. There's, we were thrust in a terrible situation with COVID. Nobody yeah. knew how to respond, and this is the byproduct of that, okay? We're getting something. It's different, but I'm excited, and I'm not going to be Debbie Downer right now. I'm, I'm I'll not tell afraid you this. to be that. I'm not that now. I'm, I'm glad to have it back, and I'm not going to bitch about how it happened. I wish we could get better games at night. I've got a funky work schedule. I think I'll be able to manipulate my days to where I can at least catch most of the games. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And um, hey, I Justin, got a good boss. Justin so. Miller jumped in, by the way, and uh, wanted to tell you Pats are the greatest team ever. Easy Super Bowl this year. <laughs> not my bad, Justin. But Damian said Adam Silver is dumb if he's really thinking about finishing the season in Florida while they are on lockdown. He needs to cancel the season or relocate. Let me go ahead and tackle this one for Damian. This is, it, now we talked about how dumb it was when everything was reopening and it looked like everybody was just going to be out doing whatever, right? We talked about that and how they just needed to have the games in their home arenas, whatever. 
Chris and I can admit when we are wrong in this situation, the NBA looks like the geniuses here. You, if you are in lockdown, if you are in a bubble, in quarantine, that is the absolute best place for them to finish the season. That, they've got so many restrictions and protocols set up. People from the outside are not going to be able to just come in. Because Florida is bad and they are in the state of Florida, it's not magically going to impermeate their hotel. Okay. Yeah. It's, if the hotel is on lockdown. If they don't with it in, then they are fine. Yeah, and everybody before they come in has to be tested. And everybody, once they are in, will continue to be tested regularly. They're, they're, no, they're not, once they're in, they're in, and there's no leaving. No, there's yeah, there's no leaving. Yeah, You get fined, you get quarantined for two weeks, Mike Wilbon, you get all I mean, kinds of This is stuff. media people, this is cameramen, this is everybody. Mike Wilbon was talking on Tony Kornheiser's show the other day in this podcast, talking about how I'm not going. Like, ESPN tried to send me. It was like, once I'm there, I'm there for three months and I can't leave? <sighs> nope. Yeah, no chance. I'll watch all the games, and I'll talk about them still, but I'm not covering them in person. Well, and on top of that, all of the press conferences and all that are all going to be done through Zoom. So Yeah, it's all virtual. Why Why do you need to be there? Mm. Like it, Media people were still trying. Companies were still wanting their people there because they feel like, they can get access to these guys, but yeah, like you're uh, you're 100. I would right say now. this: a couple of weeks into these dudes hanging out with the same people over and over again, if you were like the one media guy there, I bet you could get some good stories. Oh, because yes. I'm gonna bet they're gonna get sick of talking to who they're talking to, and somebody will pony up to the bar next to you. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Damian jumped back in and said, "How is this smart if Florida COVID cases are going up?" Because exactly what not, we just said. They're like, in the state of Florida in a bubble that has been quarantined and cleaned and heavily monitored. So they're not at the beach. They're not in all these towns where COVID's going on. Yeah, they're, they're not going out to the bars with random well, people. That's why we call it a bubble. Yeah. it's it. Everybody that comes into this location is tested, and once you're in, you don't get out. That's, that's what this is. So I, I don't think this is, is dumb at all. It is a bad thing. It is a scary thing. It is not magical. Yeah, it's the same as, as any other virus. You can't catch it if it's not around. It, it can't go from the beach to your bubble. Yeah, it's it's just, it, it's it's airborne, but it don't travel that far. You know, <laughs> like, it's just, it's crazy. Crazy. But I am excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This is, it, having a schedule set up like this, where the games are, here, I'll, I'll give you a, quick rundown of what the first Friday looks like, okay? And not every team is playing every day. You know, typically teams are getting a day off in between. But you've got a game at 1.30, two of them at 3 p.m., one at 5.30, one at 7, and one at 8. And then the next day on Saturday, you got one at 12, 2.30, 5, 6, 7.30. On Sunday, you've got one at 1, 2.30, 3, 5 p.m., 7.30, 8 p.m. You're going to get to watch a lot of basketball. And it is going to be a whole lot of fun. Like, I'm I'm excited about this. You're going to get to catch the end of these games as they're going. I mean, it's it's exciting. This is great. Damien said, plus, isn't there a sandstorm coming to the country? Sandstorm is already here. It is, it's, it's such a, it's really not bad. Like, it was already in Nashville. It came through. It was dust from the uh, Saharan Desert. And it came in. It kind of coated Nashville a little bit. It's moving up a little bit. It's already out of Florida. Like, we're good. So, this is not nearly the thing that everybody... It's kind of the murder hornets thing. Everybody freaks out, and then all of a sudden it's gone and nothing really happened. 
Same thing. Same thing. Hi, yay, yay. You guys are killing me today. Killing me. Damien, we love you, brother. Don't go anywhere. We love you. All right, Chris, is there anything else that popped up that uh, that we need to hit on? Is it? That is it. Let's get out of here. Of course, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Make sure you go check it out. We will have more news about our SBR stuff. We are joining up with Sportsbook Review. We will be doing their college football content for the season, so you can go check them out, sportsbookreview.com. And we'll have more as we go along. We're getting into July. We're getting ready for team previews. We're getting ready for all of that fun stuff. College football, NFL, we are ready to rock and roll. So go check out our website, winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. Leave a nice review on the podcast and tell all your people about the show. We love you for coming in, all you guys in the chat. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. In the meantime, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.